0: This podcast is for entertainment purposes only and does not replace your own financial, tax, legal, or financial product advice. Hey, hey, welcome to Gen Z Money. I'm Glenn James. Today on the podcast, ways to save money. We've got a guest host, Azaria. She's really dialed in with her money and you might hear some more from Azaria in the coming weeks. But we can't do any of our podcasts without our show partners. Today's episode is brought to you by ShopBack. I know you all shop online. You're buying anyway. So why not plug into ShopBack, get cash back right into your pocket as you shop. It's great. If you're not already on board with ShopBack, check out the link in the show notes to get an exclusive sign-up bonus today. Thank you to ShopBack for letting us bring you Gen Z money. Over to you, Azaria. Hey guys and welcome to the podcast. My name is Azaria and today I'm going to be talking about five simple money saving hacks that you can use to become a better saver. Now not all of us start out as great savers. I know for myself getting my first job at 14 at KFC, I think I was getting paid $11 an hour. I wanted to spend every dollar of that on music festival tickets, on new shoes and CDs. That was my obsession at the time, but Over time, I slowly learned how to become a better saver. That was kind of forced upon me in 2013 or 2014 when I started university. At the time, I wasn't actually eligible to get HEX, which meant that if I wanted to go to university, I had to pay for my course fees up front and that was about $10,000 a year. So I very quickly learned how to save money. I read books, I watched videos, I listened to podcasts. Obviously, this podcast wasn't around at the time. It would have been a great help if it was, but that allowed me to get better with my money, make sure I was budgeting and making sure I could meet all of my hex payments on time. So through that and through my experience working in financial planning, I've picked up lots of tricks along the way to become a better saver and help others do so as well. So just jumping straight into it, the first thing I would say if you want to become a better saver is to calculate your rough net worth. Now, this might sound strange if you're in your teens or if you're in your early 20s. Most of us aren't going to have a majorly impressive net worth. But this is a really cool exercise just to get an idea of where you are so that you can then track where you're going moving forward. So what you want to do to calculate your net worth is to add up the value of all of your assets. So this can be your savings in your bank account, any investments you have, any cars, property if you happen to own property. You just want to work out the total value of everything that you own. Then you want to add up the total value of everything you owe. So if you have credit card debt, if you have a personal loan or a car loan, add all of that up as well. Now, I will give you a pass if you don't want to include your hex debt in this calculation because it will look incredibly depressing if you're like most people and have over $20,000 of hex debt, but that's not your typical debt, so you can get away with not including that. So what you want to do is you want to subtract the value of everything you owe, which is your liabilities, from the value of everything you own, which is your assets. From here, you'll either have a positive number or a negative number. Now, don't be disappointed if your number comes out in the negatives. You are just like most Australians. That is totally fine and totally normal. But getting an idea of where you're at gives you a good basis of what you need to do to get yourself into the positives. If you already are in the positives, well done. You want to keep seeing that number increase. You want to keep that number in the green so that you know you're building your wealth sustainably. So that's just a cool little exercise that I did when I was starting out my savings journey and it's actually been a little while since I've done it again. So I might have to do that one along with you guys. Now the second tip seems quite obvious but it's a really important one and that is to set goals. So perhaps you're saving for a car, you're saving for a holiday or a house deposit, no matter what it is, it's really important to have something there that you are saving for. Now, what if you're like me and you don't actually have anything in particular you're saving to purchase, you just want to have savings there? Well, what I do with this is I make sure that I've always got a savings goal in place. So I started out just wanting to save $1,000, then I wanted to save $2,000, then I wanted to get to $5,000, $10,000, $15,000 and so on. I find that having these rand numbers really helps me stay on track, make sure I'm reaching my goals and it also means that I'm less likely to take money out of my savings if I'm close to hitting the next milestone. So that's something that you could look at doing too. Also in general with goals, it's really, really important in my opinion to actually write these down. So I think late last year, I wrote on a piece of paper All of my two-year goals, exactly where I want to be in two years. And I stuck that up on my wall right next to my bed. So every night when I go to bed, I am forced to look at that list of goals and I'm forced to question myself and say, am I working towards that? So sometimes I'll get home from work. I'll just want to lay in bed and watch Netflix, but I glance over at that piece of paper on the wall and I realize that this isn't actually going to be pushing me towards my next achievement. I can be doing something that is going to align me with my goals and that really helps me financially as well. So my third tip is to treat savings as a bill. Now I think a lot of people have this backwards. What they'll do is they'll get paid, they'll spend their money, they'll pay their bills and whatever's left over at the end, they'll pop that into their savings account. That is the complete wrong way to do it in my opinion. What I'll do is I'll get paid, I'll transfer my set amount of bills money into my bills account, I'll set my set amount of savings into my savings account, and then I'll live on whatever is left. This way, you're much less likely to overspend, and it's so much harder to spend those savings when you've already put that money there from the start. That feeling of getting paid and feeling super, super rich is so dangerous, and it's really, really bad for encouraging overspending within the first few days of getting paid. So by taking out that temptation and putting that, allocating that money immediately, you're much more likely to save more money that way. Now you can even go so far as automating those transfers. So when you get paid, say if you get paid on a Thursday, having the money be transferred directly into your bills account and directly into your savings account, Totally up to you. Um, personally, I like. I feel like I have more ownership over the money when I'm transferring it myself. So maybe automations for you, or maybe actually allocating your money is like a fun activity for you, like it is for me. If you are also a money nerd. Now, my fourth tip, kind of following on from that one, is if you do struggle with taking money out of your savings after you've put it there, like many people do you could open a whole separate bank account just for your savings. Now, I'm not talking about having another account within your online banking. I'm talking about, say, if you're with ING, maybe you set up a second account with UpBank just for saving. So, when you transfer that money, you're not seeing it every day and it's not so tempting and it also takes a little bit longer to get that money out of your savings. It's kind of like an out of sight, out of mind situation. And if you're doing automatic transfers that way, you don't even feel like that money is really yours, which is really good if you're struggling to be self-disciplined. Now, my fifth tip might sound like something you're not expecting to hear in a podcast episode about saving, but I think it is super, super important to let yourself splurge. So obviously, you're still wanting to be putting money into your bills account. You're still wanting to be putting money into your savings account before anything else. But it's really important that you are left over with enough money to spend on going out for food, getting drinks, treating yourself occasionally. The way I see becoming a good saver is just exactly the same way I see becoming someone with healthy eating habits. Personally, I think diets are a complete sham. As soon as you start restricting yourself from the things you love, like food or spending money, it's so tempting to fall back into old habits after a long period of not engaging in them. And I think it's exactly the same with saving. If you go cold turkey and you don't let yourself have any fun, you're just going to relapse at some point down the track and it's so hard to jump back on board after you've done that. So unless you're dedicated saving to say something that you have to purchase in the next couple months or if you're paying off debt, obviously sometimes you will have to go cold turkey and just go really hard. But if you're just trying to change your habits in general, it's important to let yourself have some fun. So instead of transferring the money that's left over from my everyday transaction account into my savings when I get paid, I just keep that money there and let it roll over till the next week. That way I'm kind of saving within my transaction account and if something more costly comes up that I want to buy next week, it's just sitting there and I can use that. So overall, let yourself have some fun. Don't completely restrict yourself from living your life. It is going to be so much harder to get into a sustainable habit of saving that way. Now, I hope these five tips were helpful. They're just good reminders of things that you should be thinking about every day if you do want to become a good saver. And I can tell you now that being a good saver and always having lots of money there ready if you need it is so much more satisfying than whatever you're spending all your money on. And I genuinely believe that anyone can be a good saver. It's all just about behavioral changes and we're all completely capable of that if we put our mind to it. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I'll see you in the next one. We acknowledge the dark and young people, traditional custodians of the land on which our studio sits and pay respect to their elders, past and present. We extend that respect to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples who may listen to our podcast.